Hey, what's going on, Train Hard Live Strong family? Check it out, y'all. You're listening to the Train Hard Live Strong podcast, and you know who I am. I'm your host, Coach Matt, owner of Athletic Beings Training and Apparel. But check it out, y'all. Today in this episode, we have an amazing guest speaker that's going to share with you all how to achieve a great body, how to maintain fat loss, muscle growth, and still take care of your health. Whenever we are striving for any dream goal that we have for our body, most of the time we put our health in jeopardy because we are in a caloric deficit, we are overtraining, and we are not giving our body enough fuel, enough nutrients to sustain life, okay? And that is scary. Whenever you jeopardize your health because of how hard you're pushing for your goals, that's not really the best way to do it, right? You want to stay healthy. You want to make sure that you're taking care of yourself so that you can push and strive for your goals and enjoy the journey for as long as possible. So our amazing guest speaker today is going to share with you all the tips and secrets that she has created uh, with her clients and also her competing as the IFBB Bikini uh, you know, all the nice things that she's done to not only create a great physique and a good, nice body to have, but she's also going to share with you how she stays healthy and still and still enjoys the little things in life and the little things in food that continue to keep her progressing forward to mental health and also the, the physique that she wants and that you can have as well. So without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, let's dive in this amazing life-changing episode. Hey everyone, Coach Matt here, and you're listening to the Train Hard Live Strong Podcast, where we bring on the top fitness pros, top fitness influencers, motivational speakers, and people who have gone through dramatic transformations, and we're all here to inspire you to believe in yourself. If you have not yet, go ahead and check out our website, trainhardlivestrong.com. You can see all the new upcoming guest speakers and all the amazing things coming your way. Welcome to another life-changing episode. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode on the Train Hard Live Strong podcast. This is your host, Coach Matt, and today we have another amazing guest speaker. And this one is going to be awesome because she's not even in the country right now. She's in the United Kingdom, an uh, IFBB bikini competitor, uh, truly an amazing coach and uh, an amazing athlete and her, her, what she enjoys about the whole competition realm and what she's able to do with her body and how she helps other people as well is, is truly amazing. And just like, you know, every other coach or athlete that we talk to on the show, the passion and everyone's perspective is unique. So uh, without further ado, everyone, let's welcome our guest speaker, Henrietta. Hey, how are you doing? Hi, guys. I'm good. How are you? <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. It's really cool to have you here, especially because you, you're six hours ahead of, of me. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, I'm honored. Thank you so much Yeah, you this- for inviting me. Yeah, so much fun. Um, yeah, of course, of course. And um, how's the uh, how's the weather and stuff over there right now? How's everything over there where you're at? It's pretty beautiful. I'm not gonna lie. So it helps with mood and everything. It's lovely. It's really nice. That's yeah, good. nice and sunny. Not too hot. Not too cold. Does it uh, does it snow where you're at? Um, no, not really. Sometimes, but not really. Does it get really, really hot, or is it nice and just warm and cool? It's Nice and warm, but it's very rainy as well, like a lot. Miserable a lot. and rainy. <laughs> okay, that's why we are so happy when we have sun out. Yeah, yeah. And so, it's like over the moon. <laughs> so the, the United Kingdom, what part in there are, are you currently at right now? I'm exactly in London. Exactly in London. Wow. Yes. That's so cool. That, that's on my bucket list. I want to go there. Oh, you've never been? 
No, no, I, I really, I really want to go. <laughs> yeah, it's amazing. London is amazing. Huge. Yeah. Oh my like, gosh! Yeah, I bet. Yeah, and you, you have your own studio, your gym. Yes, I've got my own personal training studio. That's good. Oh, when I, when I get there, I'm gonna have to work out with you or something. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely, let me know. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so for everyone who's listening right now, mm -hmm. our our current listeners, our future listeners who don't know who you are, uh, real quick, can you just give like a nice little background of on why you started competing and and how you got to where you're at right now? Okay, so uh, I basically moved to London about six years ago. Came from a little country, Slovakia. <clears throat> the main reason why I came was because of dancing. I used to dance a lot before all the fitness stuff happened. Um, and I was trying to pursue that career a lot, uh, but it never actually worked out. Uh, I was like, you know, going to auditions, but nothing was happening. So I sort of got fed up. And that was around the time when I just decided that I'm just going to sign up to a gym as an, you know, average member, just going to go and work out. But working out for me meant, you know, running on the treadmill because I didn't, I didn't know any better. So uh -huh. that yeah. was all I was doing. Um, yeah. And I basically, I just met, I met my current partner in the gym. He was a PT. Uh, so I started training with him and he started, you know, educating me on weightlifting, especially. And I was thinking... Like, I'd like to do something about my body shape and stuff because I wasn't really happy. And uh, I was advised that that's, that's what the weights are for. Mm -hmm. So I was like, okay, I have to start doing it. And um, so I started training and then stuff started happening. You know, you see some results in the mirror and you're just like, <laughs> okay, I want more of this. And uh -huh. <laughs> it just keeps snowballing from there. And once you got results, there is no way back. So yeah. um, that sort of like caught me and, you know... Um, brought me into fitness and as I was doing it my partner just suggested why don't I try competing and I was like yeah why not like I'm one of these people always thinking why not what's the worst that can happen you know <laughs> well that's good mentality yeah yeah I've got this kind of mentality so I was like yeah let's give it a go um so I've done my first competition absolutely loved it fell in love with it uh with the discipline and everything around it mm -hmm. and since then yeah I've just been doing it that's and awesome Becoming a coach just happened um, along the way, basically. I just, I was just like, everything that fitness gave me, like, you know, the confidence and everything, I was just like, okay, I want to do this for more people. Like, more people should be feeling this way. Like, yeah. especially women, you know, as a, as a woman, like that confidence and everything I got out of it. I was yeah. like, okay, I want to do this. I need to, I need to make women know that this is possible and that is basically amazing. So that's the reason why I, basically did my qualification and started training people that is so cool and see, i like it whenever you have your own self-experience you know like where you have yeah. found confidence and you shape yourself and then now since, yeah. since you figured out yourself you want to help other people yeah exactly and then so whenever you were dancing and and all that stuff you never weightlifted. no 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 it was just it was more like a you know i used to run quite a lot the usual stuff that people usually do to keep fit i suppose mm -hmm. um so running running on the treadmill you know uh when i was practicing dancing obviously we were doing some like sit-ups and stuff like that but nothing nothing that included like proper weightlifting right right and whenever you began weightlifting were you nervous to start or were you kind of scared or anxious uh, i suppose i wasn't nervous because i had help that's the thing like when i it wasn't just like 
you know, I was left on my own and I didn't know what I was doing because obviously I was training with my partner. So he was teaching me how to do stuff. So um, as a personal trainer, so uh, I had this help. So it just gave me like, you know, nice little confidence that I can start doing this and I know what I'm doing and that I'm doing it right. And I just sort of build up from that. Yeah. Okay. Nice. And then what were some things that you, you didn't like about how, how your figure was before you started weightlifting? Oh, I was very, uh, I like to call it a skinny fat. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That's the word. <laughs> that's the word. Um, yeah, I, I'm naturally very, very narrow. I would say very flat and very narrow with no, you know, curves or anything. So that was the reason why I basically wanted to do something about it. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking the only way I can do it is through weights because how am I going to build a body? It's not possible to do it through cardio. So that was the only choice and I took it and it worked out. <laughs> yeah. And then whenever you were dancing and doing like all your cardio and stuff, well, before weightlifting, whenever you yeah. were like in the nutrition realm, how, were you like not starving yourself, but were you eating low? Were you just doing a bunch of cardio and trying not to eat as much or? Uh. I had absolutely no clue <laughs> about nutrition, so uh-huh. I just ate whatever. Like there was no thinking, like should I be eating healthier? I wasn't. I actually wasn't very healthy. It was. Um, I'm one of these people that I never had a vegetable on my plate. You know, it was just like. <laughs> Me neither, growing up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> no fruit, no veg, nothing. Uh-uh. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, so I wasn't very healthy in regards diet i wasn't really paying attention to what i was doing i was just eating whatever whatever i felt like mm-hmm. you know i could get away with it because i suppose if someone looked at me they would be like oh you're skinny like you have no worries but right my goal was to look different so then i obviously needed to change that approach as well yeah because people who are um overweight obviously they don't like how they look but th- then you know people forget sometimes about the girls who are naturally really thin and they hate being so skinny and That's- they want to they want to have shape. That's exactly it. Like, obviously, from the background I'm coming from, um, I don't like when people sort of degrade, degrade these goals like they are something less. Like, mm-hmm. when there is someone, let's say, overweight, and they want to be skinny, that's their goal. Okay, and but when someone is skinny and wants to be something else, they're like, "Oh, you're already skinny, so what do you want?" Like, that's yeah. not like my goal is nothing less than yours like my goal is something different your goal is something different so and lots of people do that like i had that before like lots of time people just looking at me like oh what do you want you should be happy because you're already skinny well i don't want to be skinny that's the problem right so, yeah that's so, so you know you say that yes sometimes when people take um you know when people say at other people that oh you're fat when you say oh you're skinny that's exactly the same thing like you know it's an offense like Yep. It doesn't, it, it's different goal. It's simply a different goal, nothing else. Yeah. And the same thing in the, in, in the guy uh, spectrum. Like it's the same thing. Guys, uh, you know, most guys who are really big, you know, sometimes yeah. people are like, hey, you look skinny. And they're like, no, I'm not skinny. You know, like, because they're trying so hard to get away from that. Yeah, exactly. It's, like, same, yeah. it's mindset. <laughs> you have to mind the words because some people don't want to be skinny. <laughs> like that's an offense. You know, uh-huh. that's like some people that is like, calling someone fat is exactly the same thing yeah well i I, that's good i like because in the fitness in the fitness world i feel like a lot of us are 
um, we're so separated. Like people who are are overweight and, and they're trying, they're starting day one. Other people are like, oh my gosh, I can't believe like you know they got themselves like that. But it's like we should be helping other people. Like people who are skinny, yeah. same thing. They should be. They're probably going through the same thing as the other person who's overweight. It's all the yeah. same. Everyone has their own exactly. goal. Yeah, exactly. It's just different goal, but it doesn't make it anything less. Right. It's, yeah. That's, that's beautiful. I like, I like how you put all that into war. That's good. That was really good. Oh, thank you. <laughs> and so whenever you begin going into, uh, so you start your journey, you start weightlifting and your body's transforming. What, what, what else happened to what, like, what happened to your mindset, your mentality? Oh, that's, yeah, that's, that's another story. Like it's not, everyone thinks it's, it's all about the body, you know, like, mm-hmm. um, lots of people have got these like, I need to start going gym because I want to look different. Okay, looking or getting results in regards to look is one side of the story or one side of the coin. The other side is the, you know, how you feel mentally and it's everything. And that's what people sometimes don't know or they're not told or they don't pay attention to. But it's a it's a big part of of the of the thing, like yeah. the fitness. So um Obviously, with lifting weights comes strength. So you start getting stronger physically, but then you realize you're getting stronger mentally. Like, mm-hmm. it's an amazing thing. It works both ways. And um, the stronger you get physically, the stronger you get mentally. And that's that's how you're just able to be, like, on top of the world. That's how it makes you feel. That's how it makes me feel. Yeah. That's, why, that's why when I said I want other people to feel this way, this is exactly what I meant. Mm. Not so much like I want, obviously, I want to give, results to people mm-hmm. but again that's one side of the coin but mm-hmm. the feeling the mental strength and you know the health and everything that's the other side so yeah, yeah. that's good whenever you were dancing and doing a ton of cardio how would you how was your confidence level then was it low mm, I'm not, i wouldn't say that i've i've been like really low confident um it just wasn't what it is now. Let's put it this way. Okay, okay. It was just, I wasn't like, you know, shy or anything. I was all right. Like I was, um, I was pretty happy with myself and confident up to certain point. And then I was like, okay, I want something more. I don't want to look this way. I want to do something different, you know? But mm. my, my reason to get into gym and stuff fitness was very shallow. It was just about the look yeah. until I realized it is something else as well. Wow. Okay. So yeah, because a lot, a lot, the same thing with me. I was, uh, I, I didn't like how. I, same thing with you. I was skinny, naturally skinny. I played yeah. a lot of sports, but I never looked like. I, people underestimated me, and I felt weak. I felt, you know, and yeah, I was, yeah. then I was shy and all that other stuff. But um, so building, building the the sculpt and getting bigger as an individual, it, it built that mindset. So I was first focused on the physical aspect, but the mindset portion that came with it was incredible. Yeah. So it's Absolutely. huge, huge changes yeah. and like yeah. entirely. Yeah, hundred percent. And then, and then you competed. When was your first competition? My first competition was um, Pure Elite. It was it, it was slightly different federation and different sort of competition. It was more like a fitness modeling. Um, mm. So it was about the body, but it was also about you know like how pretty you are if you look good, like in general. Okay. That. so it wasn't it wasn't like yeah it was just different it was mm-hmm. fitness modeling rather than bodybuilding okay 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 do you stay up to date with uh how how the um shows work over here in the u.s 
I don't I don't really know. I don't really know. The only the only thing that I'm basically into now is the NPC and IFBB. So that's the only mm-hmm. shows that I know. Okay. Uh, but I don't know if you got guys like other other type of shows as well, fitness model and stuff like that. I don't know. I don't okay. Really. Okay. Yeah. 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 We we do. We do. But how? Whenever they're like judging you and and what are they judging you on over there? Is it the same type of you know scale kind of like over here? Yeah. It's basically everything. You just need to tick okay. all the boxes. That's why it's so hard to, <laughs> to get somewhere, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. How, how, how did your first show go? So I didn't place or I didn't really get anywhere with my first show, which was a little bit dis- disappointing. Like, mm-hmm. um, I'm one of these people as well that I just I always have to win. <laughs> like, I, always, I was brought up this way. Uh-huh. Um with my dad and everything. So I was always pushing for the best in sports and in school and everything. Um, okay. So when this happened, it was a bit discouraging. Uh-huh. Uh, but then I was like, okay, I can just keep trying. What, what else can I do? And I can do better next time. So yeah, yes. I, just, I just went for the for the next one and I won the next one. So there you go. Look <laughs> but, at that. Yeah. <laughs> nice. That's good. That's good. Um, whenever you are training uh, off season, like right now, right? You're training off season and then you're yeah. starting to go into the uh, competitive season where maybe you're like 12 weeks out or 10 weeks out. What yeah. are you, are you beginning to, when do you start to really, really dial in in your diet? So it's when I start prepping, it sort of needs to happen gradually and slowly. Uh, cause I think this is what most people do, uh, that they basically do really big jumps in, where, where they are at the moment and when they start prepping they sort of cut the calories really low straight away and you know everything is proper strict straight away um, so I don't do it this way I do it very gradually so when I'm in off season obviously I'm very flexible with my diet so I have treats on a daily basis I just eat whatever I want but I sort of keep it in check yeah so when I start prepping the first step is to clean up my diet first without <laughs> <laughs> without dropping the calories yeah um, so I just clean it up a little bit, get rid, get rid of the treats, but still keep the same amount of calories. Mm. Um, and then I just monitor myself, you know, how I look and measurements and everything. And uh, when I feel like I need to progress again, then I start dropping the calories very slowly and it just goes like that. And then I just end up in a competition shape. Okay. Okay. That's good. Whenever, so what, what you just said is absolutely true. A lot of people take huge, big jumps because yeah, of, yeah if you're in a deficit, you lose weight, right? Some people are trying to get as cut as they can. But yeah. um, <clears throat> do you feel like that is what kind of keeps you uh, healthier in a, in, in a state, I guess? I think so. Yes. Okay. Gradually yeah. doing it. I think that's one reason why and another reason why I'm able to sort of cut on higher calories than some other girls, let's say, and being more healthy than other girls is because when it comes to my off season, I always push my calories high. Mm-hmm. Um, I always embrace it. So I'm not, when I come off the stage, I'm not worried of putting the extra body fat back on. I, I'm just not because one thing, I want to enjoy myself. That mm-hmm. means, you know, including treats and stuff because, you know, uh, you can't be just prepping all year round. So I want to enjoy myself. Another reason is if you want to progress or if I've got some improvements to make, uh, such as put more muscle on or whatever, that requires higher calories and that yep. requires sacrifice. So I have to sort of, you know, just embrace it and just go for it. So I always push my calories as high as I can. 
in off season, which means that I'm, I'm I put the weight on a little bit and uh, body fat and everything, but that's fine because I can always get rid of it once I'm prepping. So nice. when I push it higher, then I'm able to cut on higher calories. If that makes sense. Yeah, it does make sense. Whenever you are coming out, so you, you do a competition and you're coming out of it. Uh, does your physique change like gradually, or do you just see just a little bit of change? Um, it changes gradually. Yeah. Yeah. It depends. <laughs> it depends how how much treats I've got straight after competition. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie because this is what it is, you know. I'm not gonna uh-huh. sugarcoat anything. Yeah. You know, I've been in if I'm prepping I'm prepping for three, four months sometimes wow. you know, even longer depends again on the shape. Right, right. Um, so you just wanna sort of enjoy yourself after. Yeah. Which is fine. Like Absolutely. I always pre- I always preach balance to all my clients as well. So I just like people to embrace all these and different, you know, dieting is one part, but then, you know, that just, just the balance in general, like you have to find what you, what you're comfortable with, what you're confident. And then you can't be dieting all the time. It just, it just doesn't work that way. Right. Yes. Okay. Exactly. So, uh, so after understanding that, um, that stage presence is not sustainable for like long term, right? Yeah. Whenever, whenever you are done, you're done off the stage. Uh, what, what are some things that you do to make sure that your physique? Obviously, I know it does change, um, yeah. but how do you keep it to where you don't just throw everything away? Um, so I do it through tracking my calories. So okay. let's say I came off the stage and I was on seventeen hundred calories. That was my deficit. Okay, then what I do straight away, I work out. I work out my maintenance, what my maintenance calories are. So like, for example, current example right now. Yeah. So I finished my competition uh, a month ago, my competition prep and my maintenance calories are 2000. So I just jumped straight on 2000 calories, but it's more flexible. So I just know how to work with in regards macros, you know, protein, fats and carbs. Mm. So I'm able to implement into my diet what I want Mm. while sticking to the calories and the macros. Mm -hmm. But that takes, that takes the knowledge of, you know, what, what is protein, what is fat, what is carbs, and then just working with food. So that took practice and knowledge and I needed to learn how to do it. Um, but now I know how to do it. So this is how I do it. I do it through flexible dieting. Okay. Yeah, that's, that's it. I still, I still love my food. I, I like mm-hmm. to know what exactly I'm putting into my body. Yep. Even if it goes over the calories, let's say it does happen quite often. Now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I still like to know. I don't. I don't like to hide from myself. Like I'm not going to log this in because it was something bad. You know, that, that's what my clients sometimes do. Oh, I didn't log the chocolate bar. No, uh-huh. you, you should log it in because you have to see what was in that chocolate bar, you know, yeah. like how many calories did you go over? So you know what to uh-huh. do next. Um, so I always log everything and I just, I keep it in check like that. I just monitor my calories every day. Uh, it sounds very obsessive and like a lot of work, but it's not. Like yeah. once you're in it and once you know how to do it, it's just, it's just very easy. It's just becoming, it's just becoming you. This is me now. I can't imagine it doing, you know, doing it other way. So. Right. Exactly. And it is, um, it, it I like what you said, how it sounds obsessive because it kind of does sound obsessive, right? But it's, it's your health. That's what people think. That's what people think. Right. And you, you should know. be obsessed with your health. Yeah. That's one thing. And then, um, it's also once you get the, you know, once you get that knowledge about food and how to work with food, it just stays with you for the rest of your life. So if you put the weight on, you know what to do to lose it. 
Yeah. That's why I don't obsess. You know, sometimes people think that getting or putting body fat on is like a is like permanent. It's uh-huh. not. It's just you just put the fat on. Okay, you can lose it the same way. It's yeah. not. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. let, let's stop pretending that it's something that it can't be undone. Yeah. So if I put body fat on for a few months, it's fine because I can lose it like that because I know what to do and how to do it and how to work with food in order to you know, to lose the fat. Yeah, absolutely. Being in control of, of understanding your body, your, exactly. your anatomy, absolutely. your physiology, absolutely. that is so yeah. much power. Absolutely, yeah. And then, then you're not scared everything. of anything, you know? You're not in, yes. in this fat diet cycle where you just, you know, drink or stop eating for a while and you think that you lose, the, you lose, you lose weight, you know, mm-hmm. and then you just put everything back on and you're in that constant, constant cycle that you can't just get out, like... That's what I don't. That's what I don't like to do with my clients. I like to, even with my clients, you know, teach them how to work with that food, so they sort of have the knowledge for the rest of their life. So if they go on their own, they know how to do it and what to do and how to work with it. And so whatever happens, if they put put the weight on or if they lose it or whatever, they know what to do. Right, right. Someone who doesn't compete, right? Someone who doesn't compete uh, just wants to get healthier or lose a little bit of weight. Would you recommend them like write down what they eat in a day or two and kind of annotate it and watch? Uh, I always recommend tracking calories. Yes. That's what I do with my clients as well. Okay. Because I know some people do like set diet plans and you know, I can do that as well. Like some people want that, like give me just diet plan and I'll just follow it. Okay. We can do it that way, but that sort of doesn't give you that knowledge for the future. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So let's think about long term. Like if I, if I just give you stuff to eat and you follow the paper, you don't know what you're doing because you don't know why I gave you yeah. 200 grams of chicken and why I gave you this and that. Yeah. If you start doing it and learning on your own, then you just know for the, uh-huh. for the rest of your life, basically. Right. Right. So I always do it through tracking calories and just sort of educating people along the way. It takes practice and up and down and takes time to work it out and find that sweet little spot it took me time as well to understand what i was doing wrong and what i should change in my diet what i should increase what i should drop how to work with it um mm-hmm. so it, it does take time yeah it stays with you forever so i think it's yes. worth it even if it takes time yeah right right absolutely you, you get like a lot of people who um because uh, i do over here people who want like uh results like they want to lose an, an extreme amount of weight in like two or yeah. three months that's that's number one problem with people people want results now they just want it now you know they decide i want to lose weight and i want it now right it doesn't work that way Mm -hmm. it can you can absolutely do it like you know jump on a very very strict diet anyone can do 30 day 60 day strict diet anyone can do that yep but what's going to happen after once you start eating how you were eating before you jump on a diet you're just gonna put everything back on yes so you sort of have to think like what do you want out of it? You know, do you want do you want the results that stay with you, or do you just want results for two months and then that's it? That's how I always present it to to clients. You know, mm-hmm. when I take someone new on and they just want it right now and right away, I say, yeah, we can do it this way. It's not a problem. <laughs> but what's gonna happen after uh-huh. when you start craving stuff that you like? You know, when yeah. you when you want that this and that, and you start binging. What what's gonna happen after? You're just gonna end up putting everything back on. Yeah, which right. Is lost. So. You sort of want to avoid that. Yeah. Yeah. And it's funny because you'll you'll find people who put like all their effort, their heart and soul into losing forty pounds in two months. But whenever whenever you say, "Hey, let's let's lose this forty pounds in eight months," they're like, 
you know, oh my gosh, it's eight months. Yeah, it's eight months. I can't do that. It's, uh -huh. You know, everyone is impatient. So you sort of have to, I would say, switch your mindset. When you're getting into weight loss game or whatever fitness game you're getting into with your goal, you have to have the right mindset. That's mm -hmm. going to get you through it. Otherwise, you're going to get very, very frustrated, especially when it comes to losing weight. Mm -hmm. You're going to get very frustrated. That's what I say as well at the beginning when I'm taking someone new on. Yeah. Know? Like I like to make sure that they know that it's going to take, take a while, but whatever they get at the end of the journey, it's just going to stick with them. Right, so, right. Because they're learning. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It's the, it is the knowledge that you get in. Absolutely. Not just here is what you follow and that's it. Yeah. What, whenever, so back in the day, whenever I, before I learned, you know, what I know now, uh, before going to school and stuff like that, I always thought that, um, training was how you lost weight. That's how you got better. You know, I didn't, oh, yeah. I didn't think about nutrition, right? So with your experience and, and everything that you, <laughs> and everything that you know, and all that, you know, um, with you competing and training clients, do you, can you, you can obviously control your physique more with nutrition versus fitness, right? Or training? Oh, absolutely. It is all about nutrition. I was exactly the same what you just said. When I started yeah. lifting weights and everything, I was like, I can get away with everything because I train now, you know? Uh -huh, uh -huh. And then before I started looking into my nutrition, I felt like it's all good. And when I, when I started, like, I was just like, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to learn more and I'm going to educate myself and I'm going to start tracking calories and see that's how I started. I started tracking calories and I wanted to see um, where I'm supposed to be in regards to the numbers, you know, the macros and calories mm -hmm. and where I am at the moment. So I just basically started logging my usual days and then I looked at the numbers and I was like, oh, <laughs> okay, <laughs> oh. this is <laughs> good. <laughs> so it was just all over the place. So I thought I'm doing the right thing, but because uh -huh. I didn't have the knowledge and I didn't know what I was putting in my body, like it's just, it just wasn't good. And that's, that's number one problem that people have. Like I speak to so many people daily and uh, majority of the people I speak to, they're like, oh, I eat healthy. Okay. What does healthy mean? <laughs> right. Uh -huh. You know, what does healthy mean? Uh -huh. Healthy doesn't mean according to your goals. That's two different, two different things. Right. You know, when people say I eat healthy because I eat salads, let's say someone is in you know, I eat salads and fruits. Well, that's not really gonna do the trick. Is it yeah. like, that's what people think. That's, you know, I eat healthy, so I'm okay with nutrition. No, you're not, because healthy means different things to different people. Yep, so absolutely. So you have to know what, what, is, what are you doing, what you're putting into your body, and just work for that. Yeah, so what, what, in your opinion, what is, uh, what, how would you rearrange that when people say, like, I eat healthy? What are you trying to get them to achieve? Um, so I always ask them, ask them, like, okay, what? What does healthy mean? And then they tell me and I'm like, uh, usually it follows by, is that working out for you? And it's like, no. <laughs> yes, yeah, right. It, it may be healthy, but it's not what you need. Mm -hmm. Healthy, you know, <laughs> I don't like that. Like, I don't know. I don't like classifying food into bad and good food. Like, I okay. How do you do it? How do you do it then? There is more nutritious food and less nutritious food. There is yes. no such thing as this is what you should be eating and this is what you shouldn't be eating. Because yes. let's be honest, like we're a human, okay? You mm -hmm. want sweet stuff. You want that cake. You want the chocolate. Who doesn't? You want crisp. You want everything, okay? Mm -hmm. Let's not pretend that I'm a fitness professional and I don't, I don't eat this stuff because I do. Yeah. 
Yeah. But I get away with it because I know how to work with it mm-hmm. and how to work around it. Um, so, yeah. So I don't like classifying food into bad and good. There is more nutritious food that everyone should be having, you know, such as vegetable and uh, and in fruits included into into your diet and stuff, uh, protein and stuff. But and then there is less nutritious food. But mm-hmm. there's nothing wrong with having it. It doesn't it doesn't mean that you're not healthy or you're not fit if you're having whatever you're having. You know, yeah. like I'm I'm, I'm I eat pizza as well. Like it's not a problem yes. for me. To eat pizza. I love pizza. Who doesn't? Uh-huh, uh-huh. Does that make me not healthy now? Or yeah. You know? So it's just that that mindset again. It comes back to a mindset. People need to get out of this classifying or putting food into groups this is bad this is good this is healthy this is not healthy yes you know yeah absolutely so there's this uh there's this author his name is uh michael matthews and one thing i love about his books is that he gives you uh the definitions of each word in the beginning so that you understand those words right and i i relate that to to nutrition, if you are reading a book and you don't understand the words that they're saying, you're not going to understand the, the book. Yeah. If you yeah. don't understand what fats, carbs, and, and proteins are, you're not going to understand what it does for you. Absolutely. Yeah, exactly. That's yes. a good explanation. Well See? Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> and it's easy for people because, you know, we like to simplify things. I love uh, simplicity. To make something simple, it's, you know, okay, I could do that, you know? So when, yes. you, get, when you get someone to, to say, oh, you know what? That makes sense. Then it's like, okay, they got it. Like all this we say now might sound very complicated to someone because mm-hmm. like you just said, they maybe don't know what we're talking about. You mm-hmm. know, what is protein, what is fats, what is carbs. And it sounds very complicated counting calories and counting macros, but it's not. It's just, it's just like anything else. You just educate yourself, you start doing it, you get, you know, practice makes perfect, as we say. Mm-hmm. Um, next thing you know, boom, you're in total control of your body. You can do whatever you want with it. Yeah. Yeah, and that's awesome, you know. And uh, I, I like how you explain it: low, low nutritious food and and high yeah. nutrition food. Because then it's at the end of the day, it's your choice. You want to have yeah, uh, exactly. High, yeah, it's all up to you. It's like yeah, I always, <laughs> I always um, say that it's like working with money. You know, uh-huh. working with color is like, is like working with money. So you've got certain amount, let's say per day, and how you decide to spend it is totally up to you. Uh-huh. You know, if I if I decide to spend all my calories on that one pizza and something else, then that is my choice. I'm gonna do that. Mm-hmm. Um, if I decide to, you know, spread it in between ten meals throughout the day, then I'm gonna do that. It's like it's like with money. If you if you buy this and it costs all of your money, then you know, it's it's, it's pretty simple. You just you know you just have to get into yeah into the practice and everything. Absolutely, yeah. Because there's tons of people, you know, like um, whenever you see uh, a lot of people, they see these fitness pros or fitness professionals or whatever. They have like these cheat meals, and and people always wonder like, how can they eat that and look like that, you know? But it's not, it's not crazy. These people, us, we like to enjoy these foods, you know. People always say like, you know, to me like, oh, Matt, do you even eat like? Oh, uh, would you eat like a oh, slice yeah, of pizza? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, you know, that's the usual. That's the usual. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Or so when the, someone sees me eating chocolate, you know, oh, you can't eat that. Or oh, why not? Yeah. You know, <laughs> you can't eat that. Well, why not? Yeah. And I used to get it all the time when I used to work in the gym. I used to get it all the time where people saw me, you know, like standing in reception and having a chocolate bar or something. Oh, you can't eat that. Uh-huh. Well, tell me the reason why, why you know? Why yeah. Not? Oh, like, hey, you, you want one? <laughs> it's not healthy. <laughs> yeah. You want one? Maybe you can't, but I can. Right. Because, um, you know, sugar, it's funny because sugar is a carbohydrate, right? Yeah. 
and and carbs are in like rice. So yeah. like at the end of the day, your it's body exactly the same thing. Exactly, exactly. absolutely. You but know, you wouldn't the- know that, would you, if you didn't know about what carbs are, uh-huh. Uh-huh. what macros are? That's exactly the knowledge that I'm referring to. Exactly. See, and that's that's the power over everything, you know. Absolutely. Yeah. It's awesome. You can have your chicken. You can have your broccoli. You can have your your chocolate bar. Yeah, that's it. That, that is usually how it looks <laughs> at the moment. Uh-huh. What's like your What's like your treats you go to? What What do you like to eat? I've always I always used to say I don't have a sweet tooth, but I do at the moment. I find that after every prep, it just varies like the stuff that I like to enjoy. So uh-huh. at the moment, it is like all kinds of chocolate. Like I never used to eat chocolate be- chocolate before. It used uh-huh. to be sweet. Uh-huh. After my last prep, it used to be sweet. Now it is chocolate. Um, <laughs> but my all-time favorite is Kinder Bueno. <laughs> oh, is that like a – is that like a – I've never heard that before. No, Kinder Bueno, no. The uh-uh. chocolate bar. No, uh-uh. I love it. I love it. It's good? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, look yeah. it up. I bet. <laughs> okay, okay. I will. I will. And yeah, everyone listening right now, go ahead and look it up, too, so you can you can see what kind of chocolate bar she's talking about. That's so cool, though. People probably know. <laughs> Unless they don't understand because of my accent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably not. But uh, that's funny, though. Um, so with everything that you've said, you know, about your background and, and your coaching and, and, and just everything you've done and your view and your knowledge on the body and how you can help other people do it, right? Yeah. From from you back in the day being skinny, you know, skinny fat and, and, and not liking how you look and then now you're able to sculpt your body and, and, and understand yourself and understand your body. What yeah. what has it done to you as a woman? It made me feel like I can take down any man. Yeah? <laughs> yeah, it did. That's good. That's good. <laughs> that's, that's that's a complete honesty right there. It that's is good. though, like you know, I have this, if I, obviously not every workout is a great workout, but you know, when you have like that really, really good workout, like you just proper smashed it and personal best and heavy and, you know, and, um, I often find myself when I have a workout like that, when I'm walking home from the gym, you know, on the street, people and stuff. And I just find myself thinking like, if someone started something with me, like I could just take them down. <laughs> like me as a woman, uh-huh. you know? Yeah. And I always like to imagine this kind of situation that let's say a man would start bugging me or something and I would, I would just take him down and that's uh-huh. how it makes me feel and I absolutely love it. Like that co- that kind of confidence that I'm just like, I'm not scared to, you know, to just walk around and, you know, amongst men or whatever. Like yeah. it's, just, it's just a total confidence. Like, that's what I love about it. That's yeah. That it is feels it. good. Breath I know. Confidence. Yeah. Yeah. There's, and I, I, I admire that. I love that. I, it's, it's amazing whenever I hear, cause I, I've also had, you know, I've talked to people who are uh, lawyers and they're, you know, obviously in a male dominant career and because they do weightlifting and they do those, you know, sorts of training strategies that it builds that confidence. So whenever they go oh, to yeah. work and they're around all these guys, they know that they're, they're, they're the best at what yeah. they do. Absolutely. Yeah. It just, it's not only we're not only talking about the gym. It happens in the gym, but it sort of, it sort of transforms into all areas of your life. Mm-hmm. So when you ask me like what, what it does to me as a woman as well, like let's say let's say relationship stuff, you're confident, you you know um, something happens. Let's say your relationship breaks or whatever. You just you just not not taking, pardon my language, not taking any shit mm-hmm. from anyone. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's how it makes me feel. Like if someone was was not treating me right, I wouldn't be having it. 
because I would be like, I deserve better. It sort of makes you feel confident and like you deserve the best. Right. So for a woman, this is a huge thing. This is a big thing because there are so many women out there who are, you know, either in bad relationships or they're not treated right or how they're supposed to be or how they deserve. Um, so you wouldn't, you wouldn't be putting up with stuff like that. If, yeah. If you had that kind of strength and confidence inside you. So that's another that's another thing that sort of transformed me as well right. in this personal life. I like that. That's good. I, you know, I, I don't always, um, I don't always say what well, I do always say, but when, whenever someone has a bad, I guess like bad life or high, high anxiety or depression or they're angry all the time or whatever is going on in their life. Yeah. I don't, you know, obviously fitness, weightlifting training is not going to be the answer for everything, but I always tell people, just try it. Every is. there's so many the like it is. yeah yeah just give it a shot. There's so many yeah. millionaires and, and people who have you know transformed their life and the the very first thing that happened is they started to go for walks or runs or started doing something yeah. with their body. You know, absolutely. It's it's just the mental. It starts with your mental, you know, transformation, and then and then your body follows. It mm-hmm. it, it just sort of starts from inside out. Yes. I like to think about it like that. Yeah, it is. That's amazing. It you know, is. You, I like you it. Start, yeah, you start feeling better. You start looking better because you're feeling better, you know? Uh-huh. You start eating better. And it's just, it's just everything goes hand in hand. Yeah, and that's it. Boom, you got it. Yeah, and then you got <laughs> it. Whole package. Uh-huh. <laughs> so if So someone right now who's listening um, and they're kind of – you know, they have tried everything. They have even tried the, the diets and, and it didn't work and, and or it did work. But then all of a sudden after finishing, they gained all the weight back or something happened and they just have no confidence no more in themselves because nothing is working. What kind of words of encouragement or like steps of to take to, to get them in the right direction? Uh, first thing I would say is don't try to do it on your own because I'm not just Obviously, people might think now, yeah, she's saying that because she's a personal trainer and a coach. Right. I say I'm not just saying that. Yeah. I'm not just saying that because of that, because of who I am and what I do, because it's my job. But it is true because I've been there. I wasted my time doing something that wasn't working. Like, so many people are trying to get through this or trying to transform their bodies and everything. And it's just, just, just by doing it themselves. Like, why would you want to? you know, waste your time doing something that it might or it might not be working for you. If you can just find that someone who can guide you through, be there, hold your hand, teaches you, you know, like gives you the, all that knowledge and everything and then go on your own. So it's about, it's about investing. Obviously you have, if you want to have a coach or someone, you have to invest, but mm. just think about what is going to bring into your life. Like it's an investment into yourself. That's the best investment that you can make. Mm-hmm. It's not just, you know, it's not a luxury. Oh, I've got a personal trainer. Some people do it because, you know, some people know how to. I've got clients like they know how to train, and uh, they just need to be pushed extra. That's a luxury, okay? They yep. they can afford it. They do it. That's one thing. But people who who have goals and who want to achieve something and they have absolutely no idea what they're doing and they're trying to do it on their own. So first thing, go get help. Ask for help. There are people. This is our job. Is there is a job for this job for a reason, mm-hmm. go find someone you trust, some, you know, find someone you like and just ask for help. Yeah. And just take it from there. So that's the first, that's the number one advice I would give people. Stop wasting the time because 
you're going to waste more than you would waste if you just think that, oh, it's wasting money. It's not wasting money. It's an investment. That's right. Yeah. And, and, and you're going to learn. You're going to learn some stuff. Exactly. Exactly. It's not just, like I said, it's not just here is your diet, here is your training, and you will have, after a few months, you will have absolutely no clue about what we just done. Right. <laughs> there might be coaches like that. Um, right, uh-huh. I'm pretty sure they are. But, you know, if you have a good one, then you end up just knowing stuff for the rest of your life. Yeah. So wouldn't you want to invest into something like that? I would. Yeah, absolutely. And it's it's funny because when back in the day, whenever I first started, you know, I would do I did everything completely wrong too. You know, the only reason why I got bigger was because it was you know, those newbie gains where you build muscle yeah, because because yeah, yeah, you, yeah, you're weightlifting. But as soon as I asked for help and I had people in there who were personal trainers or prior personal trainers or prior bodybuilders, and they would give me knowledge and help me. As soon as that happened, that's when I began to understand more, and then I I understood more about my body. Exactly. Absolutely. Yeah. And you're able to. Everyone you know. need, everyone needs to start somewhere. You know, people sometimes forget that. People, you know, sometimes look at me and they're like, "Oh, it's so easy for you." It's easy for me because I've been doing it for years now, and mm-hmm. I've been a beginner once as well. But mm-hmm. you know, I didn't care how long is it gonna take. Look at me now. Like the the time fl- flew like that. Like mm-hmm. I don't even know how it happened, and I am where I am, and I'm now. I'm glad that I've done it, and I yeah. asked for help, and I was guided through, and I learned, and it took time. Okay. Uh, trial and error and practice and learning and you know but i've I've got it now for the rest of of my life so i'm i'm sorted you know what i mean yeah yeah and it's so good you the the investment was worth it because you obviously learned you learned and now you now you have the knowledge and another thing it's not just you know invest yeah investment is investment in in the coach is one thing but it's it's all about the knowledge, but another thing is you need that sort of, most people do, is accountability. You need to, you know, you can tell yourself, oh, I'm going to do that on my own. But then people hit you with, I'm not motivated, you know. Like, yeah, yeah. So it's good to have someone there who is constantly checking on you and you reporting and, you know, it's a, it's a yeah, two-way street. So it's the accountability is a big factor in, yes. in this. That's what people don't know as well because they think that they can do it on their own. But even I need accountability. Yeah, I'm a you know I'm a I'm not a pro athlete yet. I'm an athlete, but right. I'm a let's say fitness professional. Mm-hmm. I still need accountability mm-hmm. when I prep for my competition, when I'm dieting. You know, I'm yeah. still accountable. So, um, yeah. So everyone needs that. It's not about how good you are or you know how much you know. It's it's just because we're human and we just need that. Everyone needs that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And, and whenever I always tell people, whenever you're doing, you're going to start a journey, you're beginning your fitness and health transformation. It is, it's time to be vulnerable. You have to let someone know that you need help. You, you don't like yeah. how you look and Absolutely. you're embarrassed, you know, Absolutely. and be okay with yeah. it. Yeah. People, people, yeah, that's, that's, that's a good point. People sometimes are scared to ask for help. Mm-hmm. for whatever reason you know but i was scared yeah yeah um but you just yeah i'd rather be scared for that one one moment you know yeah. ask for help and then <laughs> just get my <laughs> results and everything that i want rather yeah. than just being scared and hoping for something for the rest of my life and not getting it just rip the bandit off yeah just rip it off yeah 
<laughs> okay, cool, cool. So for um, so for everyone listening right now that has you know that might have questions or that you know is truly connected with you or has grabbed value from you and everything you've said, you know, or maybe wants to learn more about competing or just more about you in general, where's like the best place that someone could find you to ask you questions or communicate with you? Um, it's either my Instagram, which is uh, my name, Hans Kupekova, you know, the surname that you learn how to pronounce. <laughs> it's, it's good. Um, yeah, I'm quite, I love Instagram. So I'm quite like very active on uh, Instagram. So it's my name, Hans Kupekova, or uh, LinkedIn would be Hans Kupekova as well. Okay. Or my website, sassyfitness.co.uk. Okay. Oh, nice, so nice. It's all about, all about what I do and uh you know bits about me and stuff and you can just get in contact with that okay cool awesome well yeah thanks for sharing so uh, yeah any, anyone who's listening right now uh that has connected with us or has you know enjoyed um you know this whole communication this whole conversation uh i'll, I'll be asked if you know someone who's struggling with anything health related or fitness related or taking that first step all we ask is that you simply just share out this episode to your instagram story snapchat facebook send it to your best friend your gym buddy via text message however you want to do it the more lives we can get to to listen into these episodes the more lives that we can all change together but thank you everyone for listening to this amazing episode with our amazing guest speaker henrietta thank you so much um, for having me <laughs> yeah absolutely absolutely <laughs> uh so you know how we do it y'all you just listen to the train hard lift strong podcast i'm your host coach matt guest speaker henrietta and as usual y'all get out there train hard live strong there you go all right everyone bye You just finished another amazing episode on the Train Hard Live Strong podcast. If you have grabbed any sort of value from this episode, all we ask is you simply share it out to your Instagram story, Snapchat, send it to your best friend. If you want to know when the next amazing episode or guest speakers are coming on the show, make sure to check out our website, trainhardlifton.com. And also, if you want to see the sickest apparel, go ahead and check out athleticbeings.com. We'll see you all in the next episode. Coach Matt, peace.